The auroras of autumn. One. This is where the serpent lives, the botanist. His head is air. Beneath his tip, at night, eyes open and fix on us in every sky. Or is this another wriggling out of the egg? Another image at the end of the cave, another bodiless on the body's slough. This is where the serpent lives. This is his nest. These fields, these hills, these tinted distances. And the pines above and along and beside the sea. This is form gulping after formlessness. Skin flashing to wished for disappearances and the serpent body flashing without the skin. This is the height emerging and its base. These lights may finally attain a pole in the midmost midnight and find the serpent there in another nest. The master of the maze of body and air and forms and images, relentlessly in possession of happiness. This is his poison, that we should disbelieve even that. His meditations in the ferns when he moved so slightly to make sure of sun, made us no less assured. We saw on his head, black beaded on the rock, the flecked animal, the moving grass, the Indian in his glade. Farewell to an idea. A cabin stands deserted on a beach. It is white. It is by a custom, or according to an ancestral theme, or as a consequence of an infinite course. Flowers against the wall are white, a little dried, kind of mark reminding, trying to remind of a white that was different, something else, last year or before. Not the white of an aging afternoon, whether fresher or duller, whether of winter cloud or of winter sky, from horizon to horizon. The wind is blowing the sand across the floor. Here, being visible is being white, is being of the solid of white, the accomplishment of an extremist in an exercise. The season changes. 
cold wind chills the beach. The long lines of it grow longer, emptier. The darkness gathers, though it does not fall. And the whiteness grows less vivid. man who is walking turns blankly on the sand. He observes how the north is always enlarging the change with its frigid brilliances. Its blue-red sweeps and gusts of great enkindlings. Its polar green the color of ice fire and solitude. Three. Farewell to an idea. The mother's face purpose of poem fills the room. They are together here, and it is warm, with none of the prescience of oncoming dreams. It is evening. The house is evening, half dissolved. Only the half they can never possess remains, still star. It is the mother they possess, who gives transparency to their present peace. She makes that gentler that can gentle be. And yet she too is disarmed. She is destroyed. She gives transparency, but she has grown old. The necklace is a carving, not a kiss. The soft hands are emotion, not a touch. The house will crumble and the books will burn. They are at ease in the shelter of the mind. And the house is of the mind and they in time together, all together. Boreal night will look like frost as it approaches them. And to the mother, as she falls asleep, and as they say, good night, good night. Upstairs, the windows will be lighted, not the room. A wind will spread its windy grandeurs round and knock like a rifle butt against the door. The wind will command them with invincible sound. Four. 
farewell to my dear. The cancellings, the negations are never final. The father sits in space, wherever he sits. A bleak regard is one that is strong in the bushes of his eyes. He says no to no and yes to yes. He says yes to no and in saying yes, he says farewell. He measures the velocities of change. He leaps from heaven to heaven more rapidly than bad angels leap from heaven to hell in flames. Now he sits in quiet and greener day. He assumes the great speeds of space and flutters them. From cloud to cloudless, from cloudless to keen clear, in flights of eye and ear, the highest eye and the lowest ear, the deep ear that discerns at evening, things that attend it until it hears the supernatural preludes of its own. At the moment, when the angelic eye defines its actors approaching in company, in their masks. Master, oh master, seated by the fire, and yet in space, and motionless, and yet of motion, the ever-brightening origin, profound, and yet the king, and yet the crown. Look at this present throne. What company in masks can choir it with the naked wind? <laughs>